0: happy wednesday everybody thank you so much as always for downloading or streaming the be our guest podcast so glad you're here for more of your listener questions and make sure you're following me on the social media at be our guest mike on instagram and twitter because i'll be getting on a plane to walt disney world here at five o'clock a.m tomorrow morning on thursday for the summit cheerleading championships but we're going to be all over the theme parks having a great time for the next week or so so i'll be sharing everything in real time To give you a little taste of your favorite place. But like I said, it's listener question time, and we have questions from our listeners on topics such as using Genie Plus when you have the park opera option. How do you think about that second park? How do you lay out your Genie Plus selections? Do you think about the evenings or do you go after it early in the morning? We give our thoughts on that. We also talk about the return of full character dining at all the locations. When might we see this happen? We're seeing some of it right now, places like Chef Mickey's, but when will we get full character dining at all locations? So we speculate on that. And we also talk about that little tease that Disney put out earlier this week with halfway to Halloween. What does that mean for this Halloween season down at Walt Disney World? Are we going to get A boobash again, an after-hours event. Will Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party comeback. Here are our thoughts on these topics and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast, as always, brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at The Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. They're a platinum earmarked agency, which means they are recognized for being the best of the best and they want to help you plan your trip for no cost to you. So swing by today and check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you sincerely to our patrons who support this show each and every month, allow us to put the podcast out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest if you want to get in on that, come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on
0: our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2077 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rahman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. and Hope this week is treating you well and we're hanging in there. And right now, it's it's a tough day for me, right? It's the day before heading to Walt Disney World. It's the shortest day because I got to get a ton of stuff done. It's the longest day because I can't wait to get on the airplane and get out of here and uh, have some fun. I have my theme park reservation set for Epcot tomorrow on Thursday. So if you're out there checking out Ratatouille or uh, having a burger at Connections Cafe, look for me and say hello. I'd love to see you over there. We'll be hopping over to the Magic Kingdom after 2 o'clock and uh, having a good time. I'll be at Disney Springs quite a bit this weekend out at ESPN. If you are a cheerleader or a cheer dad, a cheer mom, a cheer sibling, whatever, Hit zero this weekend, and I'll see you over at ESPN. But we're here to answer your listener questions. That is what is going on. So joining me today from down in the ATL, from themouseforless.com, freshly back from Walt Disney World, we have Ricky. What's up, Ricky?
1: Hey, yeah. I uh, drove back home uh, this from my weekend trip, and I'm ready to answer your listener questions. And I've got some answers, trust me, because I was just there. So... <laughs> Fr- I know all the details.
0: <laughs> Friday, so we're going to spend Friday show diving into all the stuff that you saw. You were at uh, Animal Kingdom for Earth Day celebrations. Yes. You were over at Connections Cafe. You it did was. some other stuff. I did
1: Salt and Straw, too. So I got to run into the wonderful Captain... Mike
0: Bankhead, which oh, was yeah. amazing. I saw that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the g- great people, uh, questionable ice cream choices. I think. Uh, I no, don't know.
1: salted straw was delicious, really? and we'll get there. We'll get, they... get there.
0: We'll have to talk about that. It seems a little weird yes. to me. It seems like it's it's trying to be weird for weird sake. But that's. I mean, uh, that's there's my sometimes that.
1: I'll give I'll give you that. Sometimes I do feel like sometimes ice cream places do try to be weird for weird sake. But I at least had something that was somewhat normal. Okay. So all we'll
0: right, now, a little preview for Friday. So come on back, and we'll uh, we'll share weird ice cream, ice cream that should be a salad, but it's an ice cream, <laughs> I think. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that on Friday. So it's a right, we'll us, come back. star of the show, she's always here. The uh, and yes, the, the, her fan club is right there, called Daisy. We have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forster. Pam, happy Wednesday. How are things in Pittsburgh?
2: Happy Wednesday. It's awesome. Um, I have a few. Trips coming up that I'm looking forward to, like both of you all. Um, we'll be down for a Guardians preview next week. Next week. I know, I'm um, ready. Getting to check out that. I I love the movie so much. I'm reading the reviews of this attraction um, anxiously, I will say. I do not do well going backwards. Me um, neither. Me neither. This could be ugly. I know. <laughs>
0: we could, maybe, I mean, because when we did the Slinky Dog preview, we sat side by side. So if this happens again, yes. this could be a double barf situation. So it could be um, I
2: cannot up. do that. That's, <laughs> this could be yeah, like stand, what
0: was the movie Stand by Me or uh, that movie where by barf Yeah, exactly. This could be ugly. <laughs> we could break that thing in real quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be disinvited from future <laughs> yes we will we'll be the <laughs> last one
0: ever totally <laughs> they'll be like mm. no no be um, our so, guest. The yeah. magic for us.
2: Oh. i'm anxious but i i'm looking forward to if not just the attraction everything about it the queue the air how the area will be uh, just uh, you know it looks so fantastic And from reports, most people are saying they did not feel ill after experiencing it. So I'm going to hope that that continues to hold true. The only people who have done it right now are cast. So we will see. But yeah, looking forward to that. There's just so many. I just this um, this weekend, I was sort of looking at all the trips we sort of had on the horizon. Right. And it's like. I, I love that. I love when summer comes up, you know, summer vacations. Um, if you have not planned your summer vacation, yeah. there is still time to do so. There are, there is availability on some dates. Um, so it, I think it just fluctuates a lot, but just, I, I like summer vacation still who doesn't like summer vacation. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah,
0: I, I got to say, I just booked a summer vacation for the fourth member of this podcast panel. Who's not here today, but you'll be hearing him in the next couple of weeks. Hashtag Scotty G. And so it's not too late to book a summer vacation. He took care of his today here. So you can be where's done. he going? So let's No, no, no. I'm, I'm letting him no, I'm letting him uh, break the news, but I'm just telling you, it's 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 on the books. <laughs> we put down the Disney gift card today, so it got serious. So there you go. Yeah, so it's on the books. So real, real quick though, um Ricky, you're you're kind of the more um roller coastery person of of, I am. of the three of us. So what yes. advice would you offer Pam Forrester and myself, as far as riding backwards, is it head back, eyes closed? I mean, I'm gonna keep my eyes closed. I mean, I'm going all that way. I want to see what's going on.
1: Yeah, don't, don't but, close I mean, your eyes. Are you yeah. shocked?
0: Though? Are you shocked? Cause I think the news that I saw from one of the Imagineers was and it was that there's um, no audio animatronics on this attraction. Shocks me. I mean, that's what Disney's known for.
1: Yeah, I've also heard no audio animatronics, which is kind of surprising. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think just. I mean, how do you do, Mike, on the backwards portion on Everest? Is that like. Oh, to,
0: I, I, anymore, that makes me just want to just vomit. Like, immediately. I hate that part now. I used to like it. I'm getting, yeah, that, that, I just hold on for dear life on that right now.
1: So hopefully it won't be more intense than that. I'm saying, uh, well,
0: I, I, here's the thing about that, real quick. And it, I've heard this from other people. I feel like now, like lately, and I don't know if I felt like this when it first opened. I mean, cause I, I was doing this ride, you know, the year it opened, is that. I don't know, but and I know it doesn't, but it feels like it goes upside down when it goes backwards.
1: Yeah, I know it definitely. doesn't. Do, do you do feel I, that?
0: I mean, some people I say did, no, but I, some people say, "Oh yeah, I feel it too." Like I, I almost swear you go upside down when you go backwards. I know you don't, but it feels like it.
1: I, I get yeah, that feeling. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it, it, the G forces and you're in the dark and you go, yeah, you just feels like a corkscrew
0: or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, no. but just hold on for dear life and well, hopefully, hopefully, it'll be over soon. I don't know.
0: If they, if they <laughs> hand me a little baggie, I'll be like, oh, this ain't going to be pretty. But we'll see. No, it'll no. I mean, it'll be exciting. We'll have a live video or something going. Or, probably not. They probably won't let us do that. But we'll, we'll, we'll have fun. We'll, we'll definitely report about it. So uh, yes. good stories all around. All right. Top into listener questions. First question is from my good friend Len out in Maryland. He says, hey, Mike, we're staying at the boardwalk in December. How does it work if we're at the International Gateway to Rope Drop Epcot's early entry and plan on going directly to Remy? We uh, Do we get to beat the front gate crowd to the attraction or does Disney do something to level the playing field between the two entrances to the park at Rope Drop? Thanks, Len. You know what? I've never thought about this because I think I have Rope Dropped International Gateway. I've Rope Dropped, obviously, the front of the park many times. But I think when I dropped International Gateway, I ran like straight to Soren or to Test Track or something. I was just, <laughs> I just, you know, I was like in the wrong spot for that. I mean, I was at the disadvantage. But Pam, it, it, I think it's just a, I think you would have an advantage, right? Proximity?
2: So they tend to, it's different all the time. And it's funny, you know, it's hard to give like a, this is what they're doing. All you can say is, this is what they're doing right now, or this is what they're doing the last time I did that. Because this can change. It could be one way this day and one way another day. And I'm sure that depends on so many different things, including staffing. But lately what they've been doing when we go in is they're holding you right there at the bridge um, before you get to France. So both the folks that are coming in from the front tend to get there, and then the folks that are coming in that way. But the thing that has sort of changed all this around is that EPCOT is opening now earlier than it did in right. the past. I it know. used to
0: be. It, it, they went <laughs> so, from like opening at noon to like, yeah, it's now right. it's like eight o'clock. It's <laughs> Yeah, crazy. I know, right? And you're like,
1: wait, what? What just happened? My, right? my I sad self is very sad that the noon one is gone. No, like, oh.
0: no. Open at six in the morning. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep ticking it back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, things like that really impact things. But when I have done it and I've done it in the last few months, we were sort of held right there at the France, uh, that bridge by France. And so it was our group and the people coming back from the other way too. So um, don't count on getting a leg up. They've always sort of, remember when it would, Norway was the big thing and they were like, whatever. They would literally hold everyone Mm -hmm. um, in Mexico. And if they were saying, if you came in through the international gateway, they actually typically didn't let you go around that way. They made you go around to Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Again, you know, That can change day by day, month by month, uh, whatever. So,
0: But I would think, though, you would be, (laughs) I'm going to relate this to Run Disney kind of dangerously. Like you would be, if you're coming in the International Gateway where you're held on that bridge, you're going to be like in Start Group 1. You're going to be like in S1 Corral. The folks in the front Mm -hmm. of the park are going to be in Corral 2. Now, they're going to be up there with you competing with you, but they're going to be a little bit behind you. You're going to be like in the front corral. And, uh, but
2: they let those people through earlier, I think, too. Oh, like, they let okay. those people in, yeah. like a half an hour before, yeah. you know what I mean? The park opens. They sort of let everybody yeah. into where so, they're going to start.
0: So they're in Club Run Disney, is what you're saying. up okay. So it. They, <laughs> get, they get to pick their corral. <laughs> they, are. they <laughs> just kidding. are just kidding all right jamie's got a question here for it says park hopping with genie plus hey mike and crew our family of four will be heading to disney world on april 30th for three days in the parks along with our park tickets we are we've also purchased park hoppers and genie plus. We're also planning to purchase lightning lanes for each day as well. My question is what's our best strategy for genie plus and park hopping. Is it to forego making genie plus reservations at our morning park and focus on the park that we'll be hopping to How do you do do it, Ricky, Pam, or how do you, Ricky, Pam, and Scott, strategize when you have a park hopper and Genie Plus? Any help with this would be very much appreciated. My husband and I would just like to have the best plan in clear place uh, at 7 a.m. when making our Genie Plus reservations. Thanks for all the great Disney info. You guys are awesome. Jamie's in Naperville, Illinois. So hey, if you see us down there in the parks, Pam and I'll be down there at the same time. Look for us. Say hey, we'd love to see you. And Naperville's a hotbed of cheerleading. So look for some of your hometown cheerleaders while you're down there. They got some really good teams. Okay, so Ricky, what do you do with Genie Plus and park hopping? Do you think about the second part? Because you're a hopper. You hop a lot.
1: I, I am a hopper. I I'm gonna be honest. I haven't used Jamie plus yet.
0: I have, I have used uh, <laughs> a, I'm going to use it this week, but I have not used it because I've only been down for race weekends and I just pop in to grab a snack, ride the people mover and I'm out, you know, like and that's kind
1: of, that's kind of my theory too, is I'm only like, I, I you know, I'm not getting to the parks until like, you know, two and then, um, uh, which uh, a listener absolutely watched me walk into the parks at two o'clock and she, she can call me out on this one. Like I, yeah. So, uh, when I usually do it, I wouldn't have the, you know, the need for genie plus at that point. So, um, I would personally though, if it was me, I would do the ones in the morning at the park that you're at. And then before you leave, I would start to get uh, ready for the ones in the evening for the park that you're going to hop to. But that's kind of my theory on it. So I don't know what, what you or Pam think about yeah. that, but that's kind of what I, I would do.
0: What would you say, Pam? I mean, I would focus towards the evening because and I, I even did that back in the fast Past plus days. You know, I would, especially here's the thing. If I think, I think genie plus and fast pass both work best. If you combine that with getting there at rope drop, if you get there at rope drop, you can get a ton done in the morning, even without lightning lanes and genie plus and all that stuff you could supplement, Mm -hmm. but you can, you can kind of stack every two hours towards the end of the day if you want, and then have a, have a kind of a loaded back half of your day. That that's how I see it going. I, I don't know. You have more, probably practical advice yeah
2: so here's the thing i think it would really depend on first of all which two parks you're going to how you're going to use that right I, i think that that varies on day it varies on time of year and whatnot um which park maybe has more genie plus attractions that you want to use that on that would help depend on that too i think when you're when you're there First thing in the morning, let's say that you can get some Genie Plus that are available right then. I would take them, tap in, start making other um, our other Genie Plus reservations. At the point in time where there's, and start looking at your other park too. At the point in time where you're getting longer and longer mm-hmm. gaps in between the 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 availability of those, then I would start making them for the next park, and um, you know, be focusing on what you can get done in that park without having to use it. So hopefully good, that helps. That's a good point. You it's don't a different to, strategy. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be locked
0: in where you're just waiting and waiting <laughs> yes. and you got like a six hour. I can't do anything kind of thing. Right. Exactly. I,
2: I don't, I know. And I totally understand and appreciate why some people do that. They're like, this is the most important. Yeah, ride Yeah. For I us, get that. yeah and I'm going to do that. But for me, I'm getting as many as I can. For me, it's mm-hmm. going to be volume. Right. Um, not necessarily one ride in particular. Now, if I had a an eight-year-old whose only desire was to do fill-in-the-blank, I would probably be using that differently,
0: mm-hmm. but that's the way I And actually, that's a cool feature because that gives you the option to do which one is most important to you. So somebody like us three and a lot of our listeners that have been to Walt Disney World multiple times... We, you know, we, we've done most of the attractions many, many times and we just want to do a lot of stuff. You know, just we want to yeah. be entertained is bouncing around like we don't have to be on any particular attraction. We just want to do stuff. But yeah. like you said, first timer, second timer, or hasn't been in five years. You know that, like you said, that eight year old, if he does not get on seven doors, Mine, or, you know, or, or <laughs> exactly. you know, or like uh, gets to do uh, Peter Pan or something like that. I mean, you can lock that mm-hmm. in even if you got to wait mm-hmm. five hours. You know, you, it's a yeah, guarantee. Exactly. So good point.
2: And then after the two hours, then you'll be able to make a new one regardless. Right. So, I, I mean, I definitely, both strategies can work and it's really just what your goals are. And I know that there's a little bit of confusion about Genie Plus and maybe not quite understanding it, but once you use it, it is so simple to use when you're in the parks. It really is. There's it's not confusing while you're there at all. It's just the leading up to it, the trying to explain yeah. to someone. And we've rewritten the tips that we send to our guests a few times trying to find the exact best way. But it's hard. It's hard to explain it until you do. But once you do it, you'll
0: be good. All right. Amanda's here in the live chat. She says, Skyliner question. How early should we plan to get on this Skyliner at Art of Animation to make it to the studios for early park opening? So I say get on that Skyliner as soon as it opens, you know, because the thing is, depending on the time you're trying, I don't know when your trip is, but if you don't get on it right when it opens, that line can get quite lengthy to get on the Skyliner right around the time it opens up. It moves quickly once it opens up. I mean, it, it the Skyliner eats people. Don't. Here's yeah. the one huge advice I would give somebody about Skyliner, even at Epcot, at park closing, is if you see a huge line for the Skyliner, don't freak out. Like... It's going to move. Like, it's going to almost continuously move. It's almost like an omni mover, like a Haunted Mansion or something like that. It it eats people. But if you want to maximize it. your time, get there when it opens, be in the front of that line. And Because the thing is, with the studios, now I've noticed this in my last couple trips, and I don't know if you guys have, I mean, with being, I'm always on site, is that they let the guests in at the studios super early. I mean, like, you get there and you're shocked. Like, you, you could say, like, okay, normal park openings at 830, uh, resort guests get in at eight. And if you show up at 745, you're liable to be in at 745 and people are already ahead of you. Like they just want you in. And so, you know, get there as soon as you can. And likely you're getting in. I mean, Pam, are you, I'm seeing that and that my last two trips. That's been true.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the parks seem to be opening a little earlier. The, um, the transportation, I like to be there, try to be there before the rest of the crowds are, you know, to, if I can get up. 20 minutes earlier that's really a better start to my day because i'm ahead of more people well let's be honest i'm already up but if i can get out there and be ready uh, then that puts me in front of that many other people and um the start time on transportation is going to be an hour to 90 minutes prior to park opening um you can stop by The front desk to see for sure they should have the latest information on when that is. They technically put on all the transportation signs an hour before park opening, but I've definitely seen it um, 90 minutes or more. So keep that in mind.
0: How crazy is it going to be when I go out to Disney? Like, cause I'm a morning person already. And oh so yeah. You they, are, yeah, Like with the time change, I'll be like, Oh, let's open uh, the park already. Let's go. I'm gonna be, like, right. You're going to be
1: itching for them to get the park open. Like, be, like, so st- I'll
0: be standing there right at like security, like at four in the morning. Like, come on now. Like I came all the exactly. way from St. Louis, let's do this thing. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already mm-hmm. nervous. All right. Nate's got a question. Says, Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and maybe Scotty G. <laughs> I was so lucky to get into Dopey and the Castaway Challenge. Super excited for that. After the very stressful morning of Run Disney registration, you could call it very stressful. I think I had like uh, lost at least uh, you know a month or two off of my life that morning. Uh, I have an annual, or sorry, I have had an annual pass before, and photo pass was included. But of course, that's not the case anymore, especially since I let my AP expire. Question. If I purchase Member Maker for Marathon Weekend separately, not part of my annual pass, will the Run Disney pictures still be included in that? Yes, they will, because mm-hmm. that is just part of Member Maker. <laughs> Let's hope. Yep. I mean, as of today in April, yeah. yes, they are, because they're just regular old Member Maker pictures. Also, when I run the Castaway Challenge, will pictures during that race be included, or will I need to purchase a Disney Cruise Line photo package to cover those photos? No, unfortunately, those will not be a part of Memory Maker. I, I don't
1: ever think I've seen photographers.
0: Yeah, I don't even
1: know if there would actually be photographers on the course uh, for the Castaway Key Challenge at that point. You know, there's never any photographers normally, so I kind of doubt that there will be any on the course sorry. I, you know, I have
0: seen guessing, I, 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 the, once or twice, I think I've seen like kind of the like the beach roaming photographers that have kind of wandered up to the course, but I, I yeah. mean, it's not like they're not going to get you like action shots of you no. running uh, like through the jungle. I, I call no. it the jungle.
1: No.
0: It is, is totally oh, the jungle. Dude, it is totally jungle. I hear guns and roses it's, every time. It's, <laughs> it's hot and sticky and sweaty and gross. And I, yeah, I'm not telling this. <laughs> but I mean, oh yeah, I know. Scott and I were just talking about this, but you know, most of the times we've done it, like back that one time we did it on the podcast cruise we did back to back castaway key days in July i mean we should have oh, yeah we should have got like a stupidity award for that yes. and some kind of <laughs> a bonus medal. i've done
1: that medal before <laughs> yeah
0: yes because we were talking to a listener on the call in show about she did the castaway thing in january talking about it was hot i was like scott's like hot we did it back to back days in july i was like back to back he's like yeah that podcast cruise we to, we left and came back the very next day and we did it again i was like oh you're right that was dumb Anyway, so uh, Nate was in St. Louis, by the way, Nate, and he says, love the show. Thank you so much. Uh, here's a message from Paul says, Hey, Mike um, says, my name is Paul. I live in Lake St. Louis, Missouri, which is actually right down the road from me here. Uh, it's actually, there's actually a lake called Lake St. Louis right off of uh, interstate 70 family of four: me, my wife. Uh, let's see. He says me, 38 wife age redacted uh, boy seven and girl 10. Uh, bought into DVC Riviera in 2021 after our favorite visit ever in October of 2020. We're nice. working I know tell me he's at the Riv. We, okay from now on Paul it's the Riv. It just sounds <laughs> I, I do that with all the Disney cast members I'll talk to you every day like whenever I like quote or book the Riv for somebody. Whenever they're like, okay, where are they staying? The RIV. Like, like, they've never heard that before. Like, I like that. I was, I was like, I know, right? That's, you got to call it that now. And they're like, I think I will. I'm like, okay, thank you. So, if they, like by 2027, if the sign out front is just RIV, just save- I mean, yeah, one, that. it would save them money because they could just take, like, off a bunch of letters and just Yeah, RIV. that's how that I mean, works. Cost savings. But it's also slick. I'm just saying. Yeah. you yeah. Come back here. Anyway, back to the email. Working our way through all the resorts. This is one of my first podcasts ever. And coincidentally, you live near me. I usually listen as I walk laps around the soccer field, Rush Fields, during my kids' practice. Paige used to play there, uh, enjoying so far. Didn't uh, didn't start until episode twenty fifty something. Are there any old favorites I should go back and listen to? Whoa. So, Ricky, any old favorites from the podcast uh, library?
1: Um. Okay, I have two. Uh, one uh, is sentimental. One is definitely not uh my one of my favorite ones that we've ever done and i know we did a a sequel to it but i still love the original is the best bathrooms of Walt disney World? i just i love that one it's it's so dumb that we thought of that and then you know it just became a show uh which is kind of how we do things here it's like that's a show so um
0: but i mean it it kind of stunk but it was okay I mean yeah. <laughs> bad, bad bad bad
1: oh my gosh okay anyway um and then my second favorite but sentimental one is um the trip I took with my grandmother uh before she oh, passed yeah. away um it, you know it was uh, it's been a few years at this point many 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 years actually um but it was my grandmother's first trip and uh, unfortunately we didn't know but it was her last trip uh to Walt Disney World and um just uh the the memories that I had with her getting to share my favorite place in the world with her um was oh my God, I'm gonna cry now it uh, was just like you know just the most amazing thing to be able to do um so that is one of my favorite. Favorite things that I've gotten to talk
0: about here, and Paul would appreciate it because Grandma was always looking for a Bud Light at Walt Disney World, and that's she a St. Was. Louis yes. thing, right? I mean, it's like everybody St. Louis. He probably has a Bud Light at Rushfields right now. Watches probably Disney yes, ride, yeah, yeah. Trying, she so. she
1: just wanted her Bud Light and. A, in the magic kingdom and i was like grandma, i can't get you a bud light in the magic kingdom back at the time because they didn't you know yeah. offer bud light yeah. at the magic kingdom back then so
0: i could just take her over to skipper canteen and hook her up.
1: exactly and be like here grandma here's your beer so yeah
0: very nice yeah. that's very very sweet yes i would just recommend trip reports on mondays are always fun because they're way you never know where they're going to go sometimes we you know stay at deluxe resorts sometimes we're camping sometimes we're at disneyland we do cruises it's so fun because it's everybody's very special trip. So I check out the Monday shows. I think those are a ton of fun. So Pam, anything you would offer?
2: I think too, every time we're talking about uh, one of our trips, like a trip that we went and did, or the ones after like the BOGP cruises or the, the things like that. I like, you know, you come back from that and you sort of make all those connections. And I think it's really super meaningful for that. So I think any of those would be good ones to do, too.
0: All I've, I've spent many a night at a soccer field with Paige. So uh, good luck with it. But, by the way, I got to send a shout out to Paige because this kind of breaks my heart. But I'm proud of my daughter. So I got to send her a shout out. She is leaving the University of Missouri. It's killing me. What? She's leaving Mizzou. She has been named the Director of Basketball Operations at the University of Illinois, Chicago for women's oh my basketball. Gosh, that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So she's cool. a, yeah, she's running a basketball program, so she's up there already in uh, the uh, Windy City. Uh, so. so proud of Paige. That's awesome.
2: Yep. That's fantastic. She's in charge oh, of the entire basketball cry.
0: program. I know. <laughs> I'm crying because the, all my Mizzou gear just got cut off. Yeah, cold. you just got I mean, done. I, no. I was getting I shoes <laughs> and I mean, sweatpants and all the Nike gear. And now it's, it's just,
1: Chicago gear, Mike.
0: No, because it's they're, they're in Adidas school, so it's a big, <laughs> Dude. So I'm not an Adidas guy, so and, it, and it's a Missouri <laughs> Valley school. They're not going to get the amount of stuff that an SEC school gets. She had to go mm-hmm. buy a pair of Adidas the other night just to have, just to, so. Anyway, I'm very proud of her though because she'll. I think it's the Flames,
1: oh, uh, so awesome. uh, up at the and university. Um,
0: so uh, yeah, she'll be running a basketball program. But hopefully that'll. I told her it's experience come back to an SEC school. What there you, you go. So there
1: you we'll go. See. I hear there's one down here in Georgia.
0: There is dogs all right let's see uh has got a question hello mike pam ricky and scott as you know mike i was able to nab some great adrs from our june for our june family disney world trip minus my top choice topolino breakfast oh, that has become me. that has become the cinderella's royal table breakfast
1: and i have been looking for that one too it was funny because Brian and I were talking and he's like, you know, I'd really like to go to Topolino's for yeah, breakfast again. You and, everybody and I was like, else, oh, oh, sucker, good luck. Actually, the other place he said he wanted to go to, Space 220, and I'm like, yep, we're not going there.
0: <laughs> nice. He sounds like my wife. I mean, my wife, if she wants something, it's either expensive or hard to find, so, yeah. <laughs> Totally uh, high maintenance. I
1: had, I had a good laugh with the, at those two. I was like, "Oh, babe, that's adorable that you think we're gonna get into those two restaurants. That's so cute." <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, back to the email. During our last family uh, trip, June of twenty uh, nineteen, we enjoyed Chef Mickey's and Crystal Palace. They were uh, awesome with the character interactions and the buffet style food worked well for my three little picky eaters. Ooh. Number one. How likely is it that buffet style is coming back to Chef Mickey's and Crystal Palace? So Chef Mickey's Ta-da! is back, right? Yeah, yeah and Crystal yes. Palace
1: is too. Oh, Crystal yeah. Palace
0: is too. Is it Pooh Bear again? Like it's not the- Pooh
1: Bear. Uh Chef Mickey's is definitely a character meal. Um, mm-hmm. and it is a buffet again. So you do have that. Um Crystal Palace, I have eaten there since they went back to buffet. So that is a buffet. Um, however, unfortunately, no characters yet. But that could change any minute. So you know, he um, has character hugs are back now at uh, at um, character meals. So you know, I expect to see more character meals rolling out with with. Actual characters, you know, those buffets. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that um,
0: makes sense. I mean, Disney wants that. I mean, exactly.
1: Come on exactly. The extra money they get from adding that, you know, character surcharge is, is decent. I yeah, so. want you <laughs> hugging
0: those characters for free. No, just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> question for Friday. Don't answer now, but don't let me forget to ask you. Was it a little, was Mickey a little like, I haven't done this for a while. Because I saw you took a selfie with Mickey. You were all up in him, you know, like all close to him. I mean, it was. Was it like, a? did you do like it? Don't answer yet. This is for Friday. We're teasing the show. But was right, it like, an, it was like an awkward dance there at first. You know? So we'll talk <laughs> about that I'll on Friday. I'll
1: answer on Friday. Okay, so good. Come, come back in. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, number two, or she says, how likely is it the Chef Mickey's and the Crystal Palace currently have a secret menu available for picky eaters that might include things like chicken nuggets, grilled cheese, cheese, pizza, and fruit. So Pam, if you ask, a lot of these places do have, I mean, I don't know if it's a secret menu, but they have like safe food yeah,
2: for sure like at all the buffets you're going to find that they have things like that that are going to appeal to picky eaters those are standard fare you won't have to be like um so my kids yeah. only eat hot dogs and chicken fingers like it won't be a big deal they'll be able to work with you and if there's something that you know you don't see but it's sort of a common, you know, something common. Ask your server and see if it's possible. I mean, things aren't all, uh, you know, aren't always possible. So if you're like, they like a grilled cheese with Swiss cheese, you know, and you're right. that that may not be possible
1: for you, right? No. Yeah.
2: But um, they're going to do their best. But yeah, you don't have to worry when you're eating. First of all, you don't have to worry at Disney World at all because there's always a kids menu at every restaurant you're going to, except for Victorian Victoria and Albert's, which is not reopened yet. Right. Right. And they're going to have lots of options
1: there. Yeah.
2: And when you're at a buffet, um, you're just going to have tons of choices. So and go you, enjoy.
1: You can even ask at, if it's a sit-down meal, um, and you're not seeing something that you know your your child might like. Like Pam said, if it's something like chicken nuggets or you know peanut butter and jelly or you know something like that, definitely ask the server. They will be you know even at a, a not in buffet meal, they'll be more than happy to assist you and potentially um can get you what you
0: need. I'm, I'm sure you. they have simple stuff. Because they have kids there. I mean, it's Walt Disney it's, World. Yeah. I mean, exactly. They're,
1: yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're yeah if you just need a good mac and cheese, I'm sure they can find it somewhere for you.
0: Absolutely. So. She says I have ADRs for our Magic Kingdom days at the Grand Floridian Cafe and Crystal Palace as back uh let's see. Oh sorry, the plaza as backup plans to Chef Mickey's and Crystal Palace. My kids prefer character dining, however I think the Grand Flow and the Plaza might have more options that my picky eaters will enjoy in the Magic Kingdom area. Thanks for your guidance, Brittany. So I'm trying to think. Uh, grand Floridian Cafe is a great... Uh, God, it I is. hate to even say it out loud because you can typically get an ADR there relatively easily. I mean, it's, it's yeah. not a difficult one to get many times, and it's got great food and great atmosphere. Yeah. It's, great. it's a great pairing for a Magic Kingdom day because it gets you out of the hustle and bustle. It's not super expensive. I mean, it's, yeah. I think it's a good value. I love the Grand Floridian Cafe, good food. And the plaza is kind of now that it's so small that sometimes it can be it's difficult barred. to get in. Yeah. But it has, I mean, I always go for the meatloaf there. That's always been my meatloaf go-to. Meatloaf is good. It's super yeah. good. But I, yeah. do they have simple things there? I haven't looked at the menus. I guess Brittany has. So I guess there's. Really
1: yeah. Yeah. They definitely simple have things. simple things. Cool. So. But, I mean, like I said, if you're looking for the buffet option, then they definitely have both at Crystal Palace and at Chef Mickey's. Um, There's just no characters at, at Crystal Palace yet.
0: All righty. Diana's got a question. Hey, Mike, at the BOGP crew, you guys are a wealth of knowledge. Listen to every episode. Thank you so much. I need your expert advice and help. We have a trip planned. Are we experts? He, okay, we're, we try. We, oh, okay. we fake it till you make it, right?
1: I on,
0: yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a trip planned for the end of June and want to book the Magic Kingdom fireworks dessert party. I know dining reservations can be made up to 60 days before arrival. Does this also apply to extras such as dessert parties? I looked on the website and even a couple of weeks out from now, there was no availability. I would really appreciate some guidance on how to book this. Thanks so much. Love the show. Diana, Ricky, take it. This is probably, the, we get this question about once every couple of uh, months because it's, you know, it's we so inconsistent. Used to
1: get, you know, during COVID, we didn't get this question, yeah. uh, and now it's back <laughs> it with is. a vengeance. Yes. Um, so here's the deal. The uh dessert parties are not on that 60-day window. You'd think they would be, right? But they unfortunately are not. Um They actually get released every few months or so for a few months. So they have i'm gonna say this and they will release it now uh, as of right now they haven't released the end of uh wait as she said june is that i think it's only going till sometime in may i think um, of,
2: yeah yeah so, through may.
1: so they haven't released the ones for june or for you know past that yet it will probably be released anywhere between now and um like a couple weeks early you know early may um so I would look for, uh, you know, the, Di- you know, Disney. You'll see it all over social media. Hey, fireworks dessert parties are now available for, you know, the Magic Kingdom, and that's when you'll be able to book. But there's no like rhyme or reason behind when they decide to like release those or anything. It's just like it's a random day, and they're like, ta-da, here they are. So I don't know. It's, they must have their own system in place. I don't understand it. But, yeah, it's not. It's not at the 60-day mark.
0: It's when Fred comes in. Fred's the guy who loads the, uh, the inventory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, today's the day. Fred rolls it. in with like a ham sandwich and sits down at the computer and like, oh, we have two months worth of dessert parties. I don't, that drives people that are planners crazy.
1: It's, yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I know. I and you that.
1: think that with the 60 days, you know, you know, I could understand when it was 180, like, okay, that that's a long time to, you know, make a fireworks reservation, whatever. But now with the 60 days, you'd think like they could start to do that rolling a little bit, but nope.
0: So sorry. All right. Well, let's, before we close out today's show, cause that let's, let's save the rest of the questions for next week. Let me ask you, because we saw something posted today, teased, I should say by the disney parks blog here's we're recording on monday for the wednesday show mm-hmm. that we are halfway to halloween we're almost halfway to halloween we're very close here in april and they tease that you know some things were going to be happening this year and i think i saw a picture of some possible merchandise oh uh, yeah which <laughs> okay so i've been following disneyland a lot obviously for july and what? so they, they showed all this amazing looking means. I'm not a merch guy, so I'm not going to buy it. But I mean, if I was, it was pretty cool looking. I might get the sipper. I might get a popcorn bucket. That's good luck. I know. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care if I don't get it. I could care less. Like, I really don't. But I mean, I might if I'm like, yeah. if I'm there and it's like, you know, like it's at the register, I'll buy it. I'm not going out of my way. But here's because I'm just my wife doesn't like junk. And I'll be yelled at. I'm gl- glad that we get to go. That's I'm happy that way. Anyway, so here's the deal, though. You saw like some merch, which uh-huh. could be there, could not supply chain. Who knows at this point, you know, but it was cool looking halfway to Halloween. What do you hope might change this year? What do you hope might be the same? What do we hope happens this Halloween at Walt Disney World? What, what do we think is going to happen? And what do you hope happens? Ricky, you're a Halloween person. What do you hope?
1: I am. And as someone, I, I did go to the Boo Bash last year. I hope it's Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Okay, because um, I was
0: reading on social media. People were preferring the boobash. Like initially when I was reading the, the sentiment today.
1: No. Uh, did they go to the boobash? Um, so like, I, cause I did. Um, granted, I, I think that if they do the boobash, they will definitely incorporate Mickey's not so scary Halloween party into the boobash. When I went, it was of course at a time where they couldn't do fireworks. They couldn't do the full parade. So It was a very uh, stunted uh, experience in that regard. Now they can definitely do fireworks. They can definitely do the parade. So I can see them maybe incorporating those aspects into it, calling it the boobash and then upping the price. Uh, So I, yeah, I can guarantee the price will be a lot more than what, even what I paid. And it was a lot of money when I paid it. So uh, don't expect, you know, it to go back down in price. I would expect it only to go up. uh, And yeah, I, I do hope it's, I hope it's more along the lines of Mickey's not so scary. Not the boobash. But the boobash was cool because at least you did get the all you care to enjoy popcorn and ice cream. And trust me, I took advantage of that. Um, But... Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be the Boobash, but I'd rather see Mickey's not so scary Halloween
0: party. Okay, so the way I see it, I'm going to throw this over to Pam before we close out here and get her opinions on this. But the way I see Mickey's not so scary was more family friendly because it was earlier, right? Because Boobash right. is an after hours event.
1: It is. And,
0: with and it the times more, were and, very
1: different. Right. Yes. And with it being
0: more like all inclusive, that seems more like an adult thing. Like, you know, you're going to eat more Mickey bars if you're an adult than and a kid, stuff like that.
1: The hours they were very uh, I will say that was another thing I did not enjoy about the boobash is you're right. The hours for Mickey's not so scary were a lot longer. You had more time to experience everything with the boobash. It was such a short amount of time to experience everything that you literally couldn't get everything done. At least with Mickey's not so scary. You had a shot at it. So um, that's my other theory but that
0: so, again sorry. i mean boobash sold out like crazy last year i mean it was it was ridiculously well, popular so jizzy's gonna look at that i don't pan. okay so i've yeah. kind of set the table there of what i've thought i don't <laughs> you know i i didn't go to either so pam what do you think might happen and, and give us some reasons as to what you're thinking
2: i really want to see sort of a combination of the mm-hmm. two um and my reasoning is this first of all i think we're going to see we couldn't do the parades and stuff like that like we could you know in the past it just wasn't possible at that point in time right Mm -hmm. and -hmm. now they're back and we know we can do them so i'm sure that the after hours event whatever it is will include some of these shows and parades that we want to see i like the idea though of the boo bash and how it sort of was sort of an after hours parade. And I understand that price point was higher, but it included things. It it included the snacks and the drinks. And I like the idea of that because then people know what they're getting going into it. I think one of the problems with the party is there's always, no matter how many times we chat with guests about this, they get into there and they're like, they're in the party and they're like, well, we wanted to eat and there was everything wasn't open and all this stuff. And so the after hours event sort of sets the stage, I think a little better and just charges you what you're going to pay up front. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I like that it includes the snacks and the drinks. So if we could do a melding of these, maybe make it just a tad longer. Of course, every time you make an event, start earlier, then you have the people who are right. like, well, I was gonna go in for the day, and blah blah blah, but, you know, we all, going into it, if we can all just take a deep breath, and see the advantage to both. Um, right. I think that that's something that could... Or,
1: or even if they were gonna, and I know this is asking a lot, and it does make people stay up later, but even if they pushed it to, you know, if even if they kept it, the, what I think it was at 9 o'clock till midnight, if they pushed it to 1, I, I feel like that would at least even it out a little bit more i just i felt so rushed during the the boobash. and i've been to mickey's not so scary halloween party you know so like it, for for me to feel rushed and to not feel like it was i like i i got a full experience says a lot so you know i i i agree with you pam though i hope it's i hope it's a nice melding of the two
0: i, I think, think it can I think, be. i think, I think we'll it can
1: be that. yeah we yeah,
0: do and i see where it would make sense to You know, I know it takes, you know, operationally, you have to staff a whole nother hour, but even kind of thematically, it wouldn't be a stretch to push it from midnight closing to one o'clock in the morning closing at this point, because if you have an extra hour, maybe it doesn't feel so, like you said, rushed, so crowded, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think one of the things is people don't mind paying a little extra for these these events. But you're paying extra for exclusivity, you know what I'm saying? And like, if it feels like the Fourth of July during that after-hours event, yeah. it takes away some of the, you know, the, the feeling of the entire experience. So I think they got to kind of—it's it, a tough balance. I'm more of a like seven to midnight guy, just because I don't like to be up super late. I'm just getting old, but I mean, I get it. And it gets—it gets great reviews. So and it so i mean, all you got to do is look—it sold out last year without a parade, without fireworks. I mean. You bring those things back i mean it's, back. Boom. Well, I, it's gonna be people crazy. had
1: i i feel like people's expectations were very different once they went i think that their expectations once things reviews started coming out then the expectations changed i think that the excitement about the fact that it was coming back was what caused it to sell out quickly i don't know if it'll do that this year if it's but i mean i guess we'll see because you know people are excited about halloween and you know so we'll see but it, it did take a lot longer for the christmas party to sell out so
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah i don't know i guess we'll find out
0: yeah so. and we'll have the discussion hey we have the discord too you can come over at the discord bit.ly.com or bit dash sorry bit.ly slash bogp discord come on over this week and we could talk about it over there and our social media too so uh, a lot of fun we'll see what the uh the announcement is it should be coming out any time we'll find out what yep. the deets are on halloween 20 can you believe it's 22 already yeah. halloween 22 coming your way and it's yeah. not even may All right. (laughs) Slow down, everybody. I know, right? I mean, come on now. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. If you have a question, send it to Mike at BRGuestPodcast.com. We'll get that in the queue here to answer on the show. You can always join us live on Facebook or YouTube around 545 Eastern, except for this coming Monday because we're recording ahead because we'll be down at Walt Disney World this next week. But uh, join us in two weeks and we'll have some fun there. Uh, Don't forget today's podcast. Always, always, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Swing by the website today, themagicforless.com. I always encourage you to check out the trip planning tools over there and especially the resort guides. Because the first thing you got to think about, I mean, we always think about the theme parks and... If you're like me, you're thinking about the food. But first thing, I think, where are you going to stay? Where are you going to sleep? Where are you going to shower? What's your hotel going to be like? And I get excited because I'll think, oh, well, I think I'm going to stay at French Quarter this time. And I go over there and then I look at Riverside. And I'm like, well, those royal guest rooms look pretty sweet. Then I'm like... Dang, I could get a studio down at Saratoga Springs, right down the Sasagula River. And all of a sudden, I'm bouncing over to Old Key West. And then then I don't know where I'm staying, but I'm having a good time on the website. And the good news is, once you figure out a few different places, fill out the quote form, put in your first, second, third choice. We can price those out and you can see, well, for 20 bucks a night more, I can upgrade and I can splurge. I've worked hard this year. I deserve it you deserve it i deserve it after today i'm telling you that so i'm telling you what we'll take great care of you swing by the magic for less.com disneyland walt disney world disney cruise line even adventures by disney we're going to take great care of you check them out today over at themagicforless.com please also use our amazon affiliate link when you shop online it really does help us out it's beourguestpodcast.com slash amazon and thank you to our patrons who support the show each and every month we could not do this without you and our patrons get a bonus show called mike in the midwest and some bonus content while i'm down at walt disney world this time check it out over at patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give ricky a follow on the social media she's at ricky nibs r-i-k-k-i-n-i-b-s check out pam she's at t-m-f-l-t-pam and i'm at be our guest mike on instagram and twitter subscribe to the show on facebook and youtube just look for the be our guest podcast and if you don't mind leave us a rating and a review on apple Podcasts. i just looked the other day over 1650 reviews on apple Podcasts, so thank you so very much for those kind words and for those ratings that we sure appreciate it and if you have not done that come on by this week we'd sure appreciate a, a rating and review if you have not done that so thank you to everybody who already has all right we're gonna duck out of here we'll be back again tomorrow and now tomorrow is a good one now even if you're not a runner you got to hear the the the, the commentary, because Scott and I did it. We opened up the phone lines and we talked about the marathon weekend registrations. Didn't get too heated, got a little hot got a little warm. A little, it was interesting. So you want to hear that that uh, show tomorrow as we had the BOGP open line on the feed for Thursday, and then Friday. We're going to ask Ricky, was it a weird dance with Mickey now that there's no social distancing and you could take selfies and hug and hope you didn't kiss. I mean, that'd be weird.
1: <laughs> I did not kiss Mickey. Yeah. I will give that away. No, I didn't okay, kiss Mickey. Okay, so yeah, we're I'm good. just saying,
0: that'd be across the line there. So we're not, we're not there yet. I mean, come on now. Okay. So we're going to be back again on uh, Friday, Thursday. We're always here. So until then. For Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Br Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.